feed what you need in your relationship? Is it sexual intimacy? Do we need more environments or ways for us to connect sexually? Is the sex not the biggest thing for you? And what you need is novelty and adventure, movement, nature. What is important to you as a couple? What's important to you as an individual? And those are all questions that you ask during the relationship board meeting time because it's going to change. Cycles, seasons, those things change. I'm Alexa, and you're listening to That Sex Check, a Soulfire production. I get asked all the time, what makes a great date night? And do I have any recommendations for what people can do on a date night? And I'm very challenged by that conversation because I don't know who these people are and I don't know where they live and I've probably never been there. And so I really, I also don't know what they've already done and I don't know what kind of experiences they like. And so it's really challenging to help people out with the date night concept. Just like it's kind of hard to tell people when they say, I'm in the market for a new sex toy. What should I get? And I'm like, what kind of experience do you want to have? Is it by yourself? Are you with a partner? Are there multiple people involved? Is it clitoral stimulation? Is it a sex toy for people with penises and prostates? Like there's just so many questions I have before I can give recommendation. So the sex toy conversation is going to happen separately from this one. Today, we're focusing on date nights. What makes a great date night? And while we can't tell you a specific place per se, because again, we don't know who you are and where you are and what you have available, we can tell you some of the things that we factor in to planning our date nights, the frequency, the consistency, the when, the how, and we can tell you about what goes into our decision-making around date nights. So first and foremost, if you haven't guessed it, I'm recording this episode with my lovely husband, man, Ah. Mm -hmm. Jordan Maurice Bowditch on the show. Do you know that the majority of our top 10 episodes are with us or the, or the team who will really like your take on porn? Anyway, sidebar, I have a question and I'll ask you first and you might cover all the basis. I might need, not need to necessarily answer this question, but I'm curious what you will say uh, to what do you think it's in the way of people not experiencing great date nights? The other day we were doing some creative writing and um, we're going to be doing some video stuff this year. And we had this, actually you had the original idea of only having two date nights a year, mm-hmm. Valentine's day and your anniversary. And that's like it. And so we were doing this kind of parody spoof around another couple that goes on regular dates and we're a couple that only does two a year because why would you have yeah. any other, you know, yeah. it's like you only do it on special occasions. And we'll know that's not a recipe for connection, for deep intimacy, um, and having the consistency. So what gets in the way? Lack of intention is one thing that comes to mind. Um, just kind of expecting that it's going to happen or someday, or it's, it's not convenient. Excuses is another big one. Uh, don't have childcare. And I get there's very real excuses slash challenges, um, barriers to entry, but And we get to address those because Mm -hmm. we're not a victim to our circumstances. We want to have really great romance. Um, And so intentions, like the first big thing that comes to mind. 
Yeah, absolutely. And while circumstances are definitely playing a role for some people, you know, whether it's finance or like you mentioned, childcare and that kind of thing, I think with enough effort and enough planning and prioritization, Mm -hmm. um, people can be, they really can be surprised, you know, because I think, you know, people might have really busy lives and really a really busy day. And then it comes time to like plan a date night. If it's not planned ahead of time, then it's just Mm -hmm. another thing to do. And all they want to do is relax. And, and then it's like, because they have doing involved in the whole planning process on the day of, it doesn't really happen. It's like, how about we just cuddle on the couch and people just wind up getting into these really, in a sense, non-creative, non-imaginative. And some people I think experience it's kind of boring, monotonous, complacent kind of everyday or day-to-day life. And there's nothing wrong with those things. They have a place, I think, for people, you know, that consistency provides a lot of safety and, and structure. And, you know, I love a good cuddle sash on oh, our couch. Oh, don't me with a good time. I love, love a cuddle shit. sash. I just need all of you to know that we have a massive couch and it's just Jordan and I, and our dogs <laughs> will not let us Lay comfortably. No, they monopolize the whole thing. Our yes. big pit bull and our little Frenchie, and they're just all up in our shit. Yes. And, and we also have this huge couch, know. just like we have a huge bed, and Jordan will not go to the other side because of it. Because I love my wife, and I want to be near her. <laughs> I want to be in proximity. I want to be touching her and experiencing physical intimacy. Uh, and, and she I hates me just... and wants me to get away and leave her alone. And it's, it's messed to, up. I just want a little space sometimes. I want my covers. I don't want to give you space. I'm rude rude and so then i'm like on the couch i don't i think people are probably like how are they together (laughs) do you think that i don't know i don't know maybe ish okay (laughs) so we love a good snuggle sash on the couch we love netflix we especially love you know our shows um and it feels really good to have those when we like when we're excited about them and to also know that they're not the only thing that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, caveat to all the things that we're going to talk about today, we don't have kids yet and it's pretty easy to leave our dogs alone. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so we can, we can leave for, you know, on the high end eight or so hours, we can leave the dogs like on the high end before we're like, we got to get home. Yeah. It's not that easy to create a three-year-old. Like we create little and don't you dare for people that do have kids allow us to be an excuse for, well, they don't get it. I can't. Sure. Sure. So then the caveat is like, we don't have, so we can't speak from personal experience though. We also want to mention and share, like I have clients that have kids. We have clients that have kids. We have friends that have kids Mm -hmm. and we are consistently in conversation with them about how they do it. And of course, they are fortunate enough to be able to manage childcare and all of those and things. Family members, parents, family that members. Help. Yeah, I think that there's creative solutions and creative yes. ways to navigate it, even if you're doing something that has to do like it, it's happening at bedtime. Yeah, you know. So just when there's a will, there is a way. There it is, and your relationship is worth it. Not even just your relationship. You on an individual level, who's in a relationship, is worth it. Mm-hmm. You deserve to have great connection with self and your partner. Tell them, baby. So, Let's dig into maybe a couple other things. I think people wait, wait, and I mentioned this a little while ago, something that can get in the way is they wait to the day of. Oh, I'm they guilty of this. You mark know. on the day of, and it's like, well, we can't get a reservation and we don't know what we're doing. And the first hour of, of what's marked as date night is spent trying to figure out what we're doing. And then it, that can create like tension and it just. You don't care enough about me to plan something. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, let me guess. We're going to the same place over yeah. and over again. And there's just easy defaults. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's another thing is that date night winds up not really getting prioritized because it's not 
parties might eat individual parties in the re- in the relationship might not be all that into it because they keep doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, one or a couple of restaurants, maybe a movie. Yeah. You know, and it's a bit of that drink. afterthought potentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. totally. So let's talk a little bit about what has helped us because we didn't always focus on date nights. You know, I mean, we've been together four years. We're about to have our four year dating anniversary. Whoa. Whoa. My longest relationship in my life. Look at that. I you married you. Yeah, you did. I'm okay. Did you, did eggs just drop in this moment? <laughs> they did, didn't they? Ah, they did. I, you want to press pause and go stop, take stop, care stop. of business? Stop. <laughs> so, I mean, what I'm saying is at the beginning of our relationship, everything was kind of like date night because yeah. it was really honeymoon right? Yeah. We were exploring each other and everything was new and novel. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. So after we got boring to each other, <laughs> how did we start prioritizing our intimacy in a new and unique, in new and unique ways? Yeah. So something we talk about often, and we're going to go into a specific context of this, but relationship board meeting, um, I guess a couple years into our relationship is when it hit a bit of a, a breakdown. We were like, we're going through the motions of being in a relationship. We're putting our intimacy and romance and courting of one another kind of on the back burner. It's an afterthought. It's not something we were like really prioritizing and putting intention around it and planning it. And so that was the impetus for creating the relationship board meeting and also inspiration from friends. And so that was the time where we're like, okay, we're going to schedule these things. We're going to make a plan and do it at least a month or even a few months or many months in advance, just put things on the calendar and take that time proactively as a team, as a couple and discuss some ideas for what we would want to do and then start putting them on the calendar and making plans. So it's already set for us. So again, potentially the next at least month or even several months has at least a handful of things, if not many things. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we get a little overzealous and even overdo it, but I would much rather overdo it a bit than underdo it. Right. Well, because then depending on if we actually purchase tickets to something, we can decide not to do it. And maybe we trade it for a night in because, you know, all of the time around that is, has been hectic or busy or something's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so for the board meeting specifically relationship board meeting, So we have a whole episode that is available for those that are listening. If you want to hear more about the rest of the board meeting, I invite you to go listen to the episode that we did that is all about the expansive relationship board meeting. Today, we're going to talk about the portion of the board meeting that is just specifically putting plans um, for us to get out of our norm. And what Jordan was mentioning here is scheduling your date nights maybe one to three months out. What's important about that is that you're showing your partner and you're showing yourself that your relationship matters that far out. And you're also not leaving it all up to chance. Mm -hmm. And when it's planned ahead of time, then everything else goes into place in the calendar around around that Mm -hmm. instead of you trying to find a time to do date night, date night's already there. Yeah. So anything else that might come up, activities with friends, trips, whatever. No, we have this already there. And we have found that to be so important and and so effective. Yeah. So whether it's your board meeting or you just have a date night planning sesh with your partner, and maybe it's one of your nights in before you turn on Netflix, you grab a glass of wine or a little kombucha, depending uh-huh. on what your preference is. Crispy boy. Yep. Yeah. Crispy girl. Yeah. Sit down and you open up the calendars 
and you take a look, what are some windows of opportunity that we can create? It's not that, that are sure that might be very available and there, but you might also have to create them. Yeah. And so what would that look like? So like get really real with your partner and sit down and have that conversation. Um, on our last RBM relationship board meeting night that we planned dates, some of the things that came out of it for us, we planned a, cr- a camping trip, a cramping trip. <laughs> Hopefully planned- no cramps happen on that camping trip. <laughs> a camping trip. We put on the calendar a comedy show. And then there was something that we both saw a couple of times on I think Instagram sponsored ads, but then we, it came up again and you're going to speak on, on the nudge app, but it's called a candlelight concert. Um, and so there was one in particular that is a candlelight concert. It's all orchestra Orchestra, music. Yeah. Yeah. And and stuff like that. Violins and violins, (laughs) (laughs) whatever else is involved in a A orchestra quartet. I'm just going to drop no. a bunch of words that mean things. I don't know. We don't know, but they're surrounded by candles and we sit in a circle around them and we're going to listen to Queen. Yeah. How cool is that? That's cool. Yeah. And because we both love Queen. Mm-hmm. So uh, those were just some of the most recent things that we put on the calendar and they're not necessarily happening every week. Yeah. But maybe one or two significant things that like we purchase a ticket for are happening in a month. Yeah. And then we might do a regular date night that we would consider a date night, which is like dinner and, you know, a drink. And then we come home. Yeah. Um, and then we have our most favorite date night, which is a staycation that we do about once a month, which is we stay in a hotel and y'all, this is kind of hilarious. Um, we basically live downtown. So we drive (laughs) less than a mile away. Yeah. We drive like six minutes into the city and it, it's just so ridiculous. So we drive like six minutes into the city. We valet the car. Yeah. Cause there's no street parking. Usually <laughs> sometimes there is. And then we check into a hotel. We literally live a six minute drive away and we check into a hotel because it's important to us to get out of our routine and to get out of our environment. Yeah. And we usually have a dinner reservation and we, we check in at the time we can check in. We drop our stuff um, down at the hotel, we usually have an entire duffel bag of toys, sex toys. We might use, yeah, not that we're going to use, but we might use yeah. sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't, sometimes, sometimes we use only one. Sometimes yeah. we use several, sometimes we don't use any of yeah. them. So, um, we usually bring some sort of game or connection exercise, like mm-hmm. a card deck or the kinky truth or dare or something like that. And then we go to our reservation and we might have a drink. Sometimes we engage in other connective substances and we'll mm-hmm. let your mind wander there. <laughs> and, and we have our, our sexy session in the evening. So that means when we go to dinner, we plan to eat light mm-hmm. and sometimes we share even our meal and we make sure not to have like too much alcohol. And then we usually have our sesh. We wake up in the morning, we luxuriate, take our showers, get a latte, get a latte, act like we're vacationing. And then we go home to our dogs. Yep. Cause usually someone has stayed overnight with our dogs, which uh-huh. takes planning. So mm-hmm. that's more or less in a nutshell, what one of our favorite date nights, it's a yeah. date overnight yeah. vacation in the city. And we're fortunate because we live this close to Austin. Yeah. And one little tactical thing I'll share there too is a go-to for me. And there's probably the same things that are comparable to this or maybe even better, but it's just something I've used from like my traveling bulletproof salesman days. I'm um, an mm-hmm. app called hotel tonight and it aggregates hotel deals 
and there's what at hotels.com. I think they all more or less do this, but for whatever reason, this app is what I originally found and I love it. And it aggregates all of the hotels within an X mile radius of where you are. And so they're everything from your generic rinky dink, like, you know, super eight motel to super high end, um, like Omnis or whatever and everything in between. I love a Kimpton. Kimpton, we are big fans of Kimptons. Kimptons. You know what's cool about Kimptons too? A little side note, they're dog friendly. They're like very notoriously dog friendly. So sometimes what we've done in the past is we've had our whole night and then at like 11, we'll come get the, I did this once. I came back and got the dogs and brought them to the hotel room to stay with us, which was <laughs> because very we fun. Didn't, I think we didn't have anyone to stay with them, maybe. We didn't, yeah. And so we left and we had our experience dinner in our sesh, you know, mm-hmm. our sexy sesh. And then it was, and we decided ahead of time, we're not going to board the dogs and we don't have anyone to stay with them. Yep. So we're going to literally go. And this is how you make it work. Mm-hmm. We went and we had our deal and then Jordan left and I got some space. Yeah. And I also picked up some snacks because we were still hungry because we had a light dinner before. Yeah. Picked up snacks, picked up dogs, brought them <laughs> back to the hotel and we cuddled. And I think we had, you know, I don't know if we had two queen beds. Oh, or I don't something. remember. And like they slept on one bed yeah. and we slept on that. I don't know. That rings, that rings a bell, but but yeah, I mean, we have really enjoyed that. There's so many different ways that we can configure. It's kind of more or less the same thing, mm-hmm. a sexy staycation in the city. We only do it maybe one time a month. Yeah. And we also, the last little thing I'll say to this is we have some friends that do this similar thing and we split the hotel room with them sometimes because yeah. they have a kid they have a young child. And so they get childcare for a few hours and they'll go earlier in the night. And then when they're done, we'll go after them and we just yeah. split the cost of the room. And it's like a nice hotel too. And that's another, another element as we're going to continue speaking and, and talking about how to really create great date nights. Another piece that I want for everybody to consider is like, how do you really get creative and innovative with yep. the tools and the resources that you have accessible? So, um, collaborating with friends. About, yeah. So like I, I was thinking about bringing this up later in the, in the show, but now that we're here, it, I think it's, it's kind of important to like kind of break that down. So how that happened was if you were being even cost effective and economical, Let's say you find hotels tonight and you find a deal and you have, you know, kids and you have another couple friend that has kids and you, you know, take all of them for the front half of the, uh, that's great for the front half. So let's say, um, okay, however this shakes out, you're a couple and you have another couple that you're interacting with or that's friends with you. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that y'all are going to wind up like swinging. And like, I know it's and funny. I, I, I was I'm feeling like, that come up. It's not like you're not swapping partners put here. That okay? to the side. Put that to the side. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, just hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> so couple a, okay. Couple a. Uh-huh. So anyway, let's say that one couple is going to have everybody's kids from three or four until seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And during that window of time, the other couple is going to check into the hotel, have their sesh, and then go to dinner. And when they wrap dinner, they're going to come relieve the other couple. And then they're going to have the co- the kids overnight yep. while that couple gets to have their overnight stay. And then you swap and the then next you time. can swap. And so you've now, um, you've, you've shared childcare. So you don't, don't have to pay for childcare and you've also split the cost of the hotel. It's great. Yeah. So if you really want to be fancy, then you could, you know, depending on how close to the city you are, you could drive the car there and then Uber back. And then the other couple Ubers there and drives the car back. Ah, look at you. I'm just thinking of ways to like cut costs on valet. What I'm saying is there is a way 
when there is a will, there is a way. And there's so many different ways that you can also have fun with it. And so, you know, let's say the, the couple that gets the hotel and gets, you know, the dinner reservation first comes home and alleviates, you know, relieves the other couple from watching the kids. And it's like, high five. Exactly. You know, and you have another couple that's in it, you know, in it with you. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, I thought it was kind of funny at first because the first time we did it, we had our friends, they have a little, they have a little one. Um, and so he's under two years old. And so they went to the hotel and the first time we were, you know, trading, we like met in the lobby and they like, our names were were on there. Yeah. After they were done, their names were on the relationship and we're on the, our names were on the reservation. And I was like, is it gonna be weird to like walk in the room (laughs) after they've had sex? (laughs) Like, is it going to be all messed up? Am I going to be like, laying on their sweat or that doesn't happen when we like no it doesn't happen. generally speaking no, no no i mean unless we're all doing it wrong <laughs> <laughs> or just really going for it but we also bring a waterproof blanket with us yeah and that's not because we make a bunch of liquid mess but like if lube so it doesn't spill or just to keep things tidy and clean and it feels better in my nervous system mm-hmm. so and it just exudes sex yeah. to us now mm-hmm. So options, you have options. So there's your masterclass on, <laughs> on staycation date nights. <laughs> that was great. We weren't even really planning on talking about that. Yeah, that was a good little that tidbit was though. Cool. So I want to loop back around to some of the other date nights that we've planned mm-hmm. that are a little less involved mm-hmm. than, you know, doing a whole hotel stay. I mentioned an app that we recently discovered. It's called Nudge yep. and Nudge is available up to this point, we looked this up before we started recording New York city, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Austin, Chicago, Dallas, DC, Denver, Nashville, Seattle. You want to tell them about nudge? Yeah. So a friend shared this with me and so I was curious, looked at it and I liked the user interface. And so I was like, all right, you know, I'll sign up for this. I did the free version at first and they started sending me like some texts and I'm always hesitant going into these kind of things, thinking it's just going to create noise. It's not going to be all that effective and cool and all that kind of stuff. But this just continued to pique my interest. So there it's just the brand is really cool. It's very engaging. They'll like send you a question with options. You respond with a number and it's very place playful, like the jargon and stuff they use. And in the app, you can just find all kinds of date night options. And I ended up actually buying the premium version. I think it's like, I don't know, five bucks a month or something like that. And it just unlocks a bunch more options and it's very diverse. There's tons of different like camping. We found a really cool glamping experience that's about an hour outside of Austin that's in the middle of nowhere. And it's very simple. It has, you know, simple electricity, no TV, and there's no one within, I don't know, like a half a mile or more radius of you. You're just out in the middle of the woods. How cool is that? Uh, And then we found a comedy show that's like one that's done at a house, but it's, you know, an organization that orchestrates the whole thing. And so we found all kinds of stuff. There's like day hikes and though anything from just like a cool place to go to dinner to a full day that is curated for you within this app. So mm. really excited about that. We put several things on our calendar inspired by that and we mm. continue to yeah, just be stoked about it. Yeah. And the premium version I think is only like five bucks, Yeah, like four ninety nine, something mm-hmm. like that. Is it monthly? I believe so. Yeah. And we can cancel it anytime. Exactly. So get your four ninety nine. And then plan a bunch of stuff. Exactly. And then cancel, and then cancel like a little fucker. <laughs> like a little fucker. You just leverage it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think you're going to keep it because there's new things. Absolutely. That continuously pop up that we wouldn't 
we wouldn't know otherwise. And just looking it up, just Googling it Mm -hmm. or like looking on Yelp, like where else is there an accumulation of cool, fun stuff that we might be interested in? Yeah. And so I think the text service is free, but the app to like go do the expanded stuff is what costs. Is that right? It's all free. There's a free version of it, but then when you pay the extra, you just get an expanded thing. You get more text and more options and it's just, it's just better. Like a premium version would be. Yeah. So if you're in those cities, great. And if you're not, obviously this isn't an option, but there's other options to find stuff too. For sure. And looking it up. Yeah. Online leverage tech. So I just Mm -hmm. say in general, leverage tech to help you with date night ideas, Mm -hmm. because chances are there's people. And even if you're in a small town, then Google that we're going to just use Google as the search engine here. Um, Google uh, small town date ideas. Totally. I'm sure you'd find awesome stuff. Because you, you might, you know, need to be creative, like we were saying, mm-hmm. and, and really just like consider what your resources are, go in and create some kind of experience with other people. There's, there are things available to you. Mm-hmm. You just might have to be more proactive and active in it. Um, so, so what are some things to consider and nudge, I think does a great job of this and asking you like, would you be into this or would you be into that? Yep. So consider what is important to you in your relationships. The next piece in this is the things that we would like for you to consider in your relationship and on an individual level, as far as what's important to you right now in your relationship, are you feeling disconnected? Are you feeling like you're lacking quality time? and you really need some connection, well then don't plan a movie night. Yeah. Because you're going to get in and then sit right down and then Watch not talk. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So what feed what you need in your relationship? Is it sexual intimacy? So ha- ask yourself that. Do we need more environments or ways for us to connect sexually? Is the sex not the biggest thing for you and what you need is novelty? Yep. or an adventure or movement, something Nature. like that. Nature. Mm-hmm. So yes, what is important to you as a couple? What's important to you as an individual? And those are all questions that you ask during the relationship board meeting time um, because it's going to change. Cycles, seasons, those things change. Hello, love bugs. Brinsky here. And I'm here to talk to you about codependency. <laughs> now, some of you know that I ended a 10-year relationship to break my codependency and to really heal my limiting beliefs and the way that I was operating in my marriage. But I'm here to talk to you about a different codependency. This is my codependency with coffee and how that relationship has just gotten a little out of hand lately, where I was getting up to two lattes a day. Not only is it fucking expensive, um, it's not good for my hormones, my health, my anxiety. And I watched Lex try it and love it. And so I said, okay, I'm ready to make the switch too. I've made the switch and y'all, I absolutely love it. Everyday Dose is an incredible coffee alternative. It has got one third of the caffeine of coffee but it's loaded with all of these incredible ingredients like mushrooms and collagen and nootropics. And just by switching from coffee to everyday dose, I have noticed such an increase in my mood. I feel happier, less anxious. My energy is way more stable. I'm not having those crazy afternoon crashes. And I'm also not codependent 
on this beverage that I have to have in the morning or else I can't function because I hated that. I hated being so reliant on something. And so um, I'm so grateful that I made that switch. And if you were looking to break your codependency too, then I invite you to check it out, to try it. When you use the code that sex chick, you get 20% off an already discounted starter kit, which takes it up to, I think, 65% off your first order, which makes it so freaking affordable, y'all. There's literally no risk to try it. And if you decide that you don't like it, they literally give you your money back. But I love Everyday Dose. I imagine you will too. And so I encourage you to give it a try. Let us know how you like it and break that codependency once and for all. Now back to today's show. What next? Well, something else to consider. And and we're speaking now as date nights that are really just you and your and your partner. And of course, if you're listening to this and you're solo or you're you're dating, a lot of this is relevant to you too. Make it relevant to you. So you're asking yourself these questions ahead of time. Something else is will it just be if you are in a coupleship? Coupleship, I don't know if I've I've used that word in a it's long a good time. Word. It's a good word. It feels old fashioned. Then do you want these date nights to be just you and your partner? Or do you possibly want another couple? Do you want a double date? Because I think a double date still feels intimate and connective. But once you add a third couple, it might feel a little less intimate. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would say anything more than that. It doesn't feel like it's just different. It's not necessarily a date night. It's right social gathering well we already know and experience this that when we are with other couples we're all saying hi hello and we're all one big group and it takes like that and the girls are in one room and the guy's in another room <laughs> you know you know you know that goes talking about girl stuff yeah and guys talking about sports and and chicks we're talking about cooking yeah. and yeah. babies i don't <laughs> fucking know <laughs> So yeah, so just keep those things in mind. And I almost don't count when we're interacting, we're doing things with other couples. I don't count that as uh, a check next to like, did we get our intimate date night experience? Yeah, not really. Cool. So what are, once you answer some of those things, well, actually let's do a little example. Ah. A little example sesh. Okay. What do you think we need right now? Oh, nice. What do I think we need right now? Something that comes up is a workshop. Okay. Um, I don't know the need. That's a funny word. What do I desire? What what feels like we have space for it would be unique. Haven't done in a little while is a workshop. And it just so happens that we have a kind of workshop here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that this episode is not necessarily a V-Day episode, but it is coming out the week of Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. which is cool and fun and exciting. And, uh, for our Valentine's day this year, we are going to a play party that's put on by Kimmy inch and Casey. So Kimmy and Casey, who were a part of the experience that we did, we have another episode that if y'all want to get into it, it's us talking about a kinky weekend that we hosted with Kimmy, who is our dominatrix and shaman dust in the experience. So just look up that sex chick, look up Kimmy Inch and listen to our episode. It's really good. It's really good. So we're going to an event. And so, you know, I would consider that's going to have a bunch of people, but it's going to be about us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that definitely feels like date night and all the prep work, you know, knowing that that's on the calendar. So mm-hmm. that like week ahead, the conversations that we're going to get to have, and you have no idea what a play party is. I have an episode on that too with Lila Donalo. Mm-hmm. So I just love saying we've got all these episodes because they're, they're so, they're so resourceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so you like workshops. I think something that we could use it. We are rarely in this environment. Just us two is nature. Yeah, totally agree. We're rarely like submerged, immersed. That's the better word. Submerged means like underwater. Submerged in <laughs> submarine nature. Uh, yeah, we're rarely in that space together by ourselves and figuring out how to do things with our hands and, and problem solve. Yeah. Outside of our home, because like we're problem solving with like tech and our business and all of that. But like outside of that, mm-hmm. I think that's some things that we need. Okay. And we just got a ton of camping shit for, for our um, wedding yeah, and for our nuptials. I don't know that you now. made a it's mistake. It's not a mistake. We're just, we're wannabe campers now. <laughs> yeah. We got a ton of shit and we for don't camp registry. a lot. Uh, we like to, and we do it here and there, but it's not something we do on a regular basis. So we're itching to put that stuff to use. And we have a short bus, Florence, AKA flow or the flow mobile that can be our camping vessel that we've used a handful of times as if well. We want her to be. Okay. Or we take the Jeep cause baby bougie. A style of Jeep is so bougie. You're so funny. Okay. So is it important to us that sexual, sexual intimacy happens on our date nights? The short answer is yes, Yeah, but it's not 100% guaranteed necessary, but more often than not, that is explicitly discussed and is the expectation. And like, we're planning it. We're planning for sexual intimacy Mm -hmm. versus some couples. I think they think, oh, well, if I do a date night, then sex is, you know, Sex is going to be delivered to me after. Like I earned it like in I a sense, maybe. It. Yeah. So let me just go ahead and tell you that that feels gross. Yeah. The transactional piece are having to earn it. Yeah. Um, that feels really gross. Building to a credit me, or something. It does. It yeah. feels like y'all talk about it. Talk about it. And, and it's challenging, especially if, if you're going through the motions of a date night and you feel like you've earned it, then maybe you did dinner. And we talked about this before. Like some people, that's something to consider is that if sexual intimacy is something that you expect or want or desire on your date night, but you're like, oh my gosh, I've been really wanting to try out this restaurant and you have a five course meal. And by the end, by the time you get out of your reservation, it's nine 30 or 10 o'clock and you are full stuff and your testosterone, your sex drive hormones for both of you are down and you've had a drink or two. It's just a recipe for not sexy. And we've been there. A literal (laughs) recipe. Yep. Right. And most people also don't know this because they think alcohol, you know, lowers inhibitions and kind of loosens a person up. And so maybe one glass of wine can have that effect. But alcohol in general is an anaphrodisiac, which means it lessens sexual function. Mm -hmm. So wetness, erection, arousal, all of that. So like you might feel sexy because you're not, you know, so in your head, generally speaking, but like your sexual organs are not functioning any better. Yeah. So. The recommendation there is to have an early light dinner. Mm-hmm. So if around five or six, t- if yeah. possible. If sex is on the table. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And then or you, you can eat again after. Time. You have your sexy time first. Yes. And then you go to dinner. There you go. Hmm. Ah. Come okay, on great. So those were some of the questions, us answering those questions for you. Now, ways that you can guide what you actually decide We have a couple of buckets. You just touched on one of them is learning. When's the last time you've learned something with your person, whether that's something artistic or creative or Mm -hmm. even sexual. So we are, we like to go to workshops every so often that teach us things about our sexuality and on an individual that level, that's awesome. But for us as a couple, that's really great. Yeah. Yes. We 
talk about it and we teach it and we lead other people through it all the time, every day, all day long, it feels like. <laughs> but it's different for us as non-facilitators, yeah, as just people in a relationship, you know, to be held for our growth. We have to seek that out ourselves too absolutely, and pay for it. Um, and you know, the things that I pay for, I certainly show up for more and I respect more. And, um, of course I'm, I'm a sex educator and we have a sexual wellness company that helps people with their sex, love and their relationships. And I feel really good investing in people who can teach me more things in this space, because I know, I know how challenging it can be to create a successful, viable business in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people, their turn on and their awakening is really just coming online. Like that's all, all this is a funny phrase. It's coming online. Like yeah. it's more acceptable to, to navigate sexuality now than ever. And so there's my, my two there is mm-hmm. go to workshops, pay your educators. Yeah. Pay them even extra. Look at you, baby. Yeah. Um, and then if workshops are a little bit, workshops are an easy barrier to entry, I will say, um, especially in a sense of, of learning something in a sexual capacity. How you can find some of those events, Google them, Facebook events, um, FetLife. Sometimes you can go into the events section of FetLife and there might be kinky events there. You can look up tantric events. You can look up communication, relationship. Is there anything else that comes to mind as far as like how you would find an event or a workshop? No, those are, those are great. Yeah. Um, And if that is seemingly kind of challenging for you, like even though those workshops are educational based, they're not set up for sex to happen on any level. Usually very rarely all clothed. It's all like you're a student, right? So even though that's the way that they're typically set up, if that still feels a little bit too much too soon, like you would be mortified or like you're just not ready, then try a virtual workshop Yeah, where there's also an invitation for you to turn off your camera So you can be fully present and not feel like people are looking right at you and you can join people from all over the world. So, you know, you're not going to see that person, you know, walking down, you know, in the local grocery store. Yeah. Um, So if a workshop isn't in person, isn't available, then maybe try something virtual, which we host those all the time. Mm -hmm. Dip your toes in. Dip it a little toe. It's a little bitty one. Okay. So the next bucket. Mm -hmm. Adventure and novelty. So. This is, and we've touched on this a little bit, but novelty stokes desire. Like it creates it, it supports it, which is why we pay a hundred or even a few hundred dollars, depending, to get a hotel four minutes from our house. So that the room we have sex in is different. Exactly. (laughs) It, It makes a big difference. There's so many unconscious habits and patterns that happen in our home, especially us working from home and a lot of people, especially nowadays work from home. And so it's just, there's little things throughout the house that just don't support that novelty and don't support us getting out of this normal world and stepping, you know, to use a little bit of the hero's journey analogy, it's, this is our ordinary world is our home. And we want to enter the extraordinary where there's, there's miracles, there's, you know, there's magic, there's, um, that initiation hero's journey kind of space that we get to experience together. It's mm-hmm. called liminals. Another way to describe it. It's, it's awesome. It's beautiful. Um, so creating that novelty doesn't have to be that, but creating some level of novelty makes a big difference, which is even why just going out to dinner yeah. is great. 
oh my gosh. And then I get to see you in a new fun way and you get to meet, see me in a new fun way. And we're both, depending on what the uh, experience is, we might both be beginners yeah. at the thing. And so we both might suck or like one of us might have natural talent. It's probably you. Um, <laughs> if it's anything like sport athletic related, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, you get to see your partner with a new lens or, or a lens that doesn't, you don't get to see them in mm-hmm. all that regularly. Yeah. And so novelty, it, it spoke, like you said, stokes, um, desire, arousal, adrenaline risk. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't know how it's going to happen. You know, that, that heartbeat of like, it's what's like the fear what's of the about, unknown. Yeah. What's about to happen. And I don't know. And you know, I think about like an improv class, we love doing those games with our, our friends and stuff. And so like, if we went to an improv class, I think about my heart beating yeah. and I think about being nervous. I'm like, that is the feeling of aliveness, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then going and doing a thing that is challenging or hard and whether I totally fail at it or I impress you regardless, I'm going to, you know, in quotes, air quotes, fail. And you're going to think I'm so cute, adorable, or I'm going to crush. And, and you're also so cute. Good. And, and you're like, wow, she's so hot. She did it. Right. So just creating yep. these ways that you can look at your partner and, and they're shining, mm-hmm. you know? So that also means if you struggle with, you know, competition or like, not wanting to look bad and like whatever, whatever the, the challenges are. Like I think about going to like the arcade Yeah, and we went to the adult arcade mm-hmm. one day, um, actually when our team was here, but I imagine like going on a date night to an adult arcade, but you're like in partnership with someone that like can't lose. <laughs> that sucks. Could bring some shit up. You know what I mean? Like they lose and they're like, Rah! they want to like flip the pinball table and you got some deeper personal development issues to address if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're speaking like two people who are in love and all these mm-hmm. things. And I just, I'm just saying like, I understand that <laughs> dates and adventures and all these things play out very differently for different people. Oh, and you know, it sounds so beautiful as we describe it. And sometimes we have these experiences and they're crunchy. Yeah. It brings up shit. Sometimes we go to the hotel and we've had a day Yeah, and maybe we've not been really connected Uh, and we work through that and it takes effort and, and essentially every single time, if there is that crunchiness, we go into it and on the other side of it, we're more connected than we were. Yeah. And I think some things that can help is, you know, if, if date nights haven't been regular and they might be kind of crunchy for you and you know, if I'm, if I, if I'm saying that, and that's possibly your relationship, like you, you know, that some, some things that could help is like on the relationship board meeting or the time when you plan it, you do it together and you connect heart to heart. Like you connect, this is important. And why is this important? And really share your feelings about it all and, and come from a place of I and, and, and that just, yeah. And the connection, when I say a place of I, I'm talking about not projecting. We don't ever get to do anything fun because you don't want to, (laughs) you know? So really own your experience and and own taking responsibility for our connection matters to me. And I want to do this with you because I love you and I miss seeing you in, you know, X, Y, Z way. And are you on board with this? And like, sometimes it might, there might be some hurt. There might be some challenge or some struggle that you've got to get through. And it might be more conversations. This is one than this one of like, let's plan date night. You might not get that far for some people just 
know it's worth it to have more than one conversation if that's you, if that's you and your in your partnership. Yeah. It really is worth worth just like continuing to show up. And maybe at some point you're gonna get through and you're gonna plan something and maybe that one thing is gonna happen and maybe there's some happiness and some love, but also like some like sting, ouchie. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, do it again. Stay committed to do the it pursuit. Again. Get back up on that horse again. Yeah. And and go on to the next date. It's worth it. Yes. Your relationship is worth it. Cause what's the alternative? You keep not doing anything <laughs> and the resentment or the contempt even mm-hmm. forms. And then usually that's the dissolving of a relationship. Like it's the comings on of a dissolving of a relationship. And so this is all really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you are maybe even in that category or you're not in that category and you really could use a more emotional, connective, conversational type date or set of dates, then be real about those things too. So what's a quiet, intentional, intimate environment where you can be in close proximity, where you can hear each other. So there's not loud music where you can really drop in and ways that can help those things that can help those kinds of dates are things like the connection decks. Mm -hmm. There's card decks for relationships, long-term relationships, newly dating friends. You just look them up. I think there's one deck that we like. Um, There's a couple of decks that one of them I think is called the, and I'm not mistaken. And then there's another one that's cards for connection. Mm-hmm. And those are awesome. So you don't have to worry about like leading the conversation. Games you help so led. much with that kind of stuff. We had one of these date nights and we maybe have even talked about this at one point, but we have this game that's called, and you referenced it earlier, kinky truth or dare. Look it up. There's probably, I don't know if there's just this one or if there's many variations there's of many. it, but that was so fun. That was so hot. And we just, we didn't even do the dare. We just did kinky truth. Yeah. And, and to be clear, some shit could cut. We're in a relationship, right? And the questions can speak to previous experiences that didn't involve each other. So know where you're at. And maybe that's not what you want to get into. We're very open and it, and it also brought up some shit for both of us that we got to empathize and and heal through and work through. And it was beautiful on the other side. Ultimately we're closer. Exactly. The crunchy stuff comes up. If you're willing to move through it, intimacy is on the other side. Deeper intimacy is on the other side. And that's actually what is required in order to get to deeper intimacy. Yeah. She said it. Get to deeper feeling and deeper pleasure. Like you're going to have to feel those feelings in order to get to the next place in your developing pleasure. Breakdown before the breakthrough. It's a thing. So we can talk about a lot of pieces and parts to all of this. And hopefully this episode and our conversation helps you in figuring out what's important to you with regards to date night. And like I said, whether that's you as a solo and you're dating or you're about to start dating wherever you're out in your journey, or you're in a new relationship and you're wanting to set yourself up with some really intentional habits, like scheduling your date nights, or you've been in a long-term relationship and it's, you know, we're ready to put some novelty in there. Mm-hmm. Whatever, wherever you are at on this relationship spectrum or the timeline, rather. Ah, timelines. Timelines. Timelines are hot. Wherever right now. you are at, I hope that you were able to gain at least one little nugget, you know, golden nugget of information in this mm-hmm. that you're going to take to your partner and create some really magical experiences together that can cost zero dollars or maybe you even make money. Ah, now you're talking. I don't know. Or, you know, doesn't cost all that much. Maybe you engage with some friends or there's something, something in the show that really helps you move forward in your intimacy and your connection. 
I want y'all to know that I'm just staring into the eyes of my beautiful wife right now. And I love her so much. She is so cute. She's so powerful. And I want to do you after this. Okay. I had to say it because I felt it. Yeah. You're. And I would have been lying to myself if I didn't say it out loud <laughs> for everyone to hear. <laughs> just everyone. He is exactly like you'd think that he is in real life. So I just want to share that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. okay, baby. Is that so it? us talking about dates makes you want to take me on a date, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Makes you love me. The Lakers play tonight. So we could go Great. watch basketball, your favorite Great. at a bar. At a bar. Cause you love me on a drink or two. <laughs> We've established that it's not true. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, I guess you love me. I don't know. I love you always in all the ways. Okay. So we're going to have a 30 minute process at the end of our really lovely. That feels appropriate. Y'all buckle in. Cause we're going to, we're going to go gonna into, into our shit. No, yes. no, no, we're not. Is there we're anything not? else okay. that you would like to share about awesome date nights, wishes that you hope for them or wish for them? Yeah. To forward? ground it all in. One last thing for me is start with one, just start with one, just go here and make it like a once a month thing. That is so doable. If you are not ready, willing and able to do that there, there's something is really fundamentally foundationally off. Uh, and the hotel thing, that's such a great place to start because it's it's involved enough, but not too involved to be overwhelming. That's what I would leave them with. Yeah. And if you need any help with that, we got a bunch of coaches for you. Sexandlove.co. <laughs> there but she I, is. No. Give it to them. No, for real. If if your intimacy is something that that is really important to you and you want some help in this whole process, just know you don't have to do it alone. Yeah. And that's really, that's a really beautiful thing for us too. a couple of years into our relationship and sex, love and relationships is my work for the last five years and your work for the last couple of years. In a lot of ways, it's been a part of your work the whole time. But, um, another big piece of all of this for us is that we hired someone to help us. Yeah. And so glad. And it's worth every single cent, (laughs) every every single time. Yeah. So, all right, loves, make sure to share with us after you listen to this episode and you plan your next date, make sure to share with us. What did you do? Oh yeah. Like tag us in stories or some shit about how awesome it is or. And tag us, share it online and inspire other people who maybe follow you on social media, whether it's family or friends. Um, inspire them to go on dates with their significant others or with themselves or just show them that you're better than them and make them feel bad. That's not nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, please do. And maybe if you listen to this episode and you want to inspire your partner to get on the same page with you, go ahead and share this episode with them. We love y'all. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.